Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone doing today? It has been a great day here in the city, in the state of Wisconsin. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I love this time of year. I love this time of year. If winter could last like this, no snow, just perfect roads, cold, it'd be ideal. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are less than 65 days away for putting the 46th president of the United States. You could say putting, but I mean electing the 46th president of the United States. It's a big deal. History making. Only 46 people have held that office. Think about it. Only 46 people as of January 20th would have been elected president of the United States. The question I pose to you today is, do we want a democracy or do we want a monarch? Do we want a democracy or do we want a monarch? Do we want to be ruled by a king or do we want the people to rule? Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot have it both ways. Where has the GOP gone? Where has the party of Lincoln been? The party of Reagan? They are nowhere to be found or seen. Donald Trump is tearing the fabric of this country apart. And for what? His own personal gain? As a person who served this country and was willing to die for it, it breaks me, it pisses me off, and it wrecks my soul to think we have a president who cannot accept the will of the people. We all lose. But it's not how we it's not how we lose that counts. It's about what we do with it. Like I said, Donald Trump right now is being a sore loser. The founders put in place certain guardrails for a reason. You lost, Donald. Yet the man yesterday calls in the head of the state legislators from Michigan to come in to change the votes. He called the canvassing board from Wayne County and told them to change their mind and not certify. The people weren't going to certify, but guess what? When people found out what the two Republicans on the board were going to do. And don't get me wrong, this board is split down the middle. Two Republicans, two Democrats. People lost their fucking minds. Why should my vote not count? Questions. Sh questions. Show me fucking proof. What questions do you have? Is it? Are you questioning that Donald Trump lost, but the Republican Party did well? 
maybe if Donald Trump had been doing what he should have been doing, he would have won this campaign. You cannot run a 2016 campaign on a 2020 date. The founders did not want a king. They did not want to be ruled by a king. They wanted a country for the people, by the people. Ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing? What is the GOP doing? Silent. I look at this right now, and I tell you what. They have forfeited their right to say anything ever fucking again to me about deficits, about the fucking Constitution. Because what I'm seeing, you don't care. You only care if it accounts for Trump. And if we let Trump do this, what else are we willing to let him do? He's a 74-year-old man, and he can't take bad news. Donald, you lost. It's time to move on. You are the 11th person to lose re-election. You know, what George Bush won on a technicality, and when I say technicality, when George Bush lost on a technicality, when he won on technicality in 2000, and became president on the Electoral College, what did he do? He realized he had to work with the other side. He had to expand his base. Otherwise, in 04, he was going to lose. He won re-election because he knew what he had to do. Donald Trump did not. He had choice after choice after choice, but he chose not to do it. And the question is, why did he think he could win the presidency if he lost and go through the courts? Can you imagine, just imagine, if those state legislators that went to the White House agreed with him? Oh, Donald, you're right. The people are wrong. They don't know what they're doing. And they changed the votes and told the electors for Donald Trump to show up, and they were going to vote for them? You talk about a civil war. You have not seen nothing yet. And for the Republican Party to be silent, for what? Donald Trump lost. Yes, did he get 73 million votes? Yes. But it doesn't matter now. You lost. You came up short. I'm a Patriots fan. The Patriots make it to the Super Bowl after the stunning comeback victory against the Falcons. It's the fourth quarter, final drive. Tom Brady has the ball. He throws. He leans back. He fumbles the ball. The game is over. The Eagles won. Guess what? Patriots fans, we accept the defeat. We do not go back and say, that is not fair. Losing sucks. It does. But guess what? You learn from it. You move on from it. 
Donald Trump, if you want to run for president in 04 and two and 24, this will not do it for you. What are you doing? What are you doing? There was a there was a congressman who sat in Congress before he left. His name was Dennis Kucinich, and he would walk around with a a small pocket size of the Constitution, and he would wave it around, wave it around, wave it around, and talk about the Constitution and how we need to abide by it. Where are those constitutional Republicans now? Where is a Dennis Kucinich to say we need to abide by the Constitution? Can you imagine if we allowed Donald Trump to do this? Can you imagine? You know, I've been sitting here and I've been thinking and I've been pondering this question. Let's say Donald Trump won re-election. He wins re-election. You know, Republican Democrats, they're upset. He beats back the blue, he beats back the blue wave, the criticism of Biden, you know, all this. He should have came out of the basement. He wins re-election. Four years go by. All of a sudden, Donald Trump gets this hair up his ass that he wants to run again. Do you know in 2018 when China made their president, president for life, Donald Trump came out and said, hmm, I like that, president for life. He said it twice that I can remember. He said it twice. And I just, you could tell he wanted that. He has beat this party into submission to the point they are unrecognizable. Deficit spending off the charts. My question to Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Tom Cotton, don't you want to run for president in 2024? Don't you want to be president in 2024? What are you doing? You're letting him just keep you at bay. Republicans refuse to come on TV to answer questions because they know it's wrong. They know what he's doing is wrong. I've got a two and a three-year-old. You gotta coddle them when you when they're wrong. Otherwise, they'll give you a headache from their screaming. But you do it. Donald Trump's a seventy-four-year-old man, and the Republican Party is coddling him giving him time to process. It's funny, when Hillary Clinton lost in 2016, Republicans wanted her to concede that night, that night, that moment. She needed 24 fucking hours to concede. She went on stage in a purple pantsuit, and she stood, she stood there. She stood there. 
and she conceded and she told the nation it was time to come to fucking gather. She went to the inauguration as a first lady and watched Donald Trump give his speech. That's what true leadership does. You take the hits, the pain, and you keep a stiff upper lip. The world owes you nothing. The world owes you nothing. What are we going to do? The founders knew that having a king was not a good idea. The war was ending. The Revolutionary War was ending. And a soldier came to George Washington and said, Are you going to be king? Are you going to be king? Are you going to create this monarch and lead us? And George Washington said, no. We are going to lead by the people, for the people. They created this office and the, and the founders allowed George Washington to develop it. Can you imagine having to, to build something from scratch? He didn't want to be king, but he wanted to be, he wanted to lead. And so him getting selected as president, the first president, creating this office, having to set up everything. Can you imagine that? He, he settled on two terms and the cabinet, how he wanted it and everything. He basically built the blueprint of what a presidency was like. And over time, people have come along and they've, they've tweaked it this, tweaked it this. Nobody more has tweaked the presidency more than FDR did. But after FDR, we put in the Constitution that you can only be president for uh, two, two terms. And the reason we didn't do it before, because it was norms. George Washington said, two terms, and then you call it quits. And we accepted it. We accepted it. 92, George H.W. Bush loses the presidency. He concedes. He goes to the inauguration. He leaves a letter. He shakes Bill Clinton's hand, tells him he's his president, and anything he needs, he'll support him. He didn't, he didn't fight at nothing. He, he conceded. Norms. Norms. 2016. Hillary Clinton loses. 24 hours. She concedes. She stands there. 2020, Donald Trump loses, but he can't concede. He cannot give in. Ladies and gentlemen, 
My question to you tonight on this podcast is, do we want to be ruled by a king or do we want to be ruled by a president? Do we want democracy or do we want a monarch? We cannot have both. And if we allow what Donald Trump is doing to stand, we're setting a precedent. We're setting something we'll never come back from. The Republican Party, I don't even, I, it's, the Republican Party to accept this. Do you know in court, they're not even arguing fraud. They're not even arguing fraud, but they're telling their supporters all this fraud and this conspiracy theories. My question to people tonight, if you're a Trump supporter, don't get me wrong, promises kept, promises made. The man did things that most politicians talk about but don't do. Donald Trump checked off each and every one promise off his list. But it came up short, and we, and we have to be willing to accept it. It is hard. I know. Losing is hard. When Tom Brady lost to the Eagles, it was hard. But like I've said before, like Tom Brady, he went back to his mansion. He went back to his beautiful wife. The man went on vacation, and here I sat, upset over what? A football game? Ladies and gentlemen, if we allow what Donald Trump is doing, we're tearing at those norms. We're tearing at the fabric of what this country stood for. And we can never get it back. Hillary Clinton lost by 72,000 votes. Donald Trump is losing by more than that. We do not want a king. We want a democracy. We want someone who's going to lead for the people and be for the people, not for themselves. I did not serve this country to have the man sit in the White House and refuse to give up the fucking seat. You fought a good election. You came back off your deathbed and you wheeled yourself to rally after rally after rally after rally. You beat back the fucking blue wave. But it just was not enough. The 73 million people don't matter anymore. It's like driving a fucking car off the lot and it appreciates close to $1,000 right then and there. Donald Trump, you've driven off the lot and you've depreciated right after the election, day after day after day after day. It is time to accept, not deny, Except what is happening. Ladies and gentlemen, 80% of Republicans believe this election was a fraud. 
believe it was in fear and honest. My question to you tonight is, if that's what you believe, why are they losing case after case after case after case after case after case? Think about it. If they had proof, I would be the first to say that Joe Biden needs to resent the presidency and give it to Trump. If he had proof, show us. Don't give us conspiracy theories. Don't give us affidavits. Show us the proof that you have. Don't go in court and tell the judge it's not fraud, but then look me in my face and tell me it is. You're just becoming a politician there. You're hurting your brand there. How do you expect to run in 2024? On a victim card? A victim of what? Of running a battle, a campaign? On running a very divisive four years? Trust me, Trump has done good things. He, he's been more, more pro-Israel than any president on the face of the earth. He's done things that most presidents said they were going to do, but had not done. But it was not enough. When I see Trump calling legislators, ridiculing the Secretary of State of Georgia for what? Doing his job? And then the governor of Georgia says, maybe we need to have an audit? What, because you can't believe it? Governor Kemp, the reason that Trump lost floor, lost George is because of you. You pissed off a black woman, and she went and got revenge. Maybe you shouldn't have scrubbed the voter rolls right before an election that you were in charge of. Oh, yeah, and also your name was on the ballot. How convenient. How convenient for you, Governor Kemp. You can't believe that a Democrat could win Georgia? Do you not know where your Democratic counties are? This was a very high election. <laughs> Joe Biden got close to 80 million votes. Yet we need to have an audit because I can't believe it with my own eyes. The man held... <laughs> A hand recount. Hand recount. And Joe Biden still won the state. But for you to say audit because you can't believe it, for the secretary of the state of Georgia to get his family to get death threats because people can't believe it, sometimes your, your candidate loses. My friend told me when Hillary Clinton lost, he couldn't watch the news for days, but he accepted it. He moved on. He didn't tell Hillary Clinton to fight. Because guess what? Norms. Norms.
if you lose an election, you do the right thing. You keep your lip stiff. You smile in front of the cameras. And you tell the nation it is time to come together. What good is tearing this country apart for? For your own personal vendetta? Against what? That the people voted you out? Maybe you should look how you served for four years. No one lost this election but you. It's like when two people break up. Unless you are willing to look back on what you did and how you treated the other person, don't you dare tell me this election was not free and fair. It was more free and fair. That's what the people who work for you, that you put in charge, said. And for you to fire them because you don't like them telling the truth? Come on, Donald. I always had a saying that when kids who, who are little in their whole life, people tell them how great and wonderful they are, and they never get made fun of have a hard time in life when they finally get rejected. They can't process it. They struggle with it. This is playing out right now. Donald Trump has never lost in his whole entire life. His whole entire life, he's been giving everything. This has been the most traumatic thing for him. For him. But it is time for him to have to process it anyhow. Right now, right now, if I was in the White House, I would go to the Oval Office. I would say, Mr. President, have you been watching the news? We lost another case. I'd walk over, look out the window. These four years have been some of the best four years of my life. We won an election no one thought we could win. We reset the map. We gave voice to the voiceless, and we showed them that they could believe in government again. I would walk to the door. Mr. President, it's been an honor to serve you more than you know. Make America great again has truly made America great again. Nobody likes to lose, Mr. President. I would turn around and I'd slowly walk to the desk as I looked at him. But Donald, Mr. President, 
it is time for us to do the right thing. It is time for us to concede and start the transition process. The longer we sit on this, the worse it'll be for us in the future. Mr. President, this hurts your legacy more than you realize. When people write the history books on this period, they won't forget this part right here. Mr. President, we are better than what we are doing right now. But if we continue to go down this road, you hurt your brand, you hurt your family, and most of all, Mr. President, you hurt you. Your supporters need you more than ever right now. This was a fair, honest, and fair election, but we just came up short. It is time to concede. It is time to give a concession speech that is worthy of all concession speeches. That tells our supporters that we will be back in 2024. And it is time to keep the Republican Party at bay. Mr. Trump, you are the party. Look at them. They're quiet. They're silent. They have nothing to say. You are the party. And as I slowly backed away and walked out the door, I'd say, Mr. President, it is time. Stand with me. It is time. It is time to do the right thing. It is time to put the country before yourself and to be the leader I know you can be. Ladies and gentlemen, do we want a democracy or do we want a monarch? Do we want to be led by a king or do we want a country for the people, by the people? The longer we let this continue on, the longer we are hurting ourselves. How can we go to dictators or other countries and tell them to accept the will of the people when we are not willing to do it ourselves? 80% of people that are Republican and think this election was a fierce. I know it hurts, but we have to be willing to do the right thing. Why will we want to be led by a king? A king dictates, he taxes. It's like being in Russia and having Putin over our fucking heads. The road that we are trying, being pushed to try to go down is a road that we don't need to go down. Because once we go down the road that says the will of the people no longer matter, 
And the only thing that matters is a president, is a man in his ego. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time right now where we must decide which way we are going to go. We are a young country. 240 40 years of democracy. Rome died from within. Are we next? Has this country, has this country come to the end and now we don't know what to do? Ladies and gentlemen, please, why should we have to indulge a man that would not indulge us? He fought hard, but he came up short. 30 cases he's lost in court. When they get to court, they don't even tell the judge it is fraud because they know if they lie to the judge, it is perjury. And they cannot lie in court. They can lie to you and me. They can tell us what they want us to know. I'm a strong believer of this country. I'm a strong, strong believer in the norms that make us great. This country was built on the backs of men who were willing to die for it. Were willing to do everything in their power for it. But we... Do we, but we, do we have to be willing to go this far? The Republican Party sits silent. They sit silent. Why? Because two Senate seats in Georgia they want? They don't want to upset the president? Guess what? He's already upset. He's already pissed. Sometimes doing the right thing hurts. Sometimes you have to be mean to be kind. Mitch McConnell, you have to be willing to step up now. Now. The president saying this election was not fair. He is saying it's not right. So he is saying that the gains that the Republicans gained in the House was a fierce too. Should we go back and hold another fucking election? What does that solve? He claims he has power for 73 million votes. He has power. He has leverage. The man lost. If I'm a Republican right now and I'm sitting on the Senate floor, I am saying what Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Alexander, the, the senator from Tennessee is saying, it is time to let the process play out.
it is time for a transition. Mr. President, you lost. It sucks. To threaten or give death threats to the Secretary of State of Georgia because he did his job? Why? He did his job and it's not fair? And you're upset? Don't blame him, blame Kemp. Maybe if Kemp wouldn't have stole the fucking election, you wouldn't have a pissed off black woman. Stacey Abrams delivered Georgia for Biden. And Biden did everything in his power to get the state. As a person from Georgia, I knew it would go blue. I had a feeling. I knew it would go blue. I wasn't surprised. It, 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 it eggs me that these Republicans are shocked. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Our state went blue. Now, don't get me wrong. If Wyoming went blue, then you got a problem. But they're shocked that their state went blue. Guess what? Maybe your policies did not speak to them. Have you ever thought about that? To say that you lost the state and it's wrong and we need to go back and audit? Maybe what you're pushing, people aren't buying. Maybe you need to change what you're selling. That is the only way to make it work. The only way. But if you choose not to, what are you saying to the people? You're saying you're wrong and I'm right and I'm going to continue selling what you're not buying? In business that does not work and in politics that does not work. An election like this that had more people turn out than ever on both sides, we have to respect. We cannot call into question something that happened and something that was unless we have proof to show it was a fierce. Donald Trump fought a good game. He beat back the blue wave. He fought a good race, but it came up short. And for Donald Trump to soak, to, to, to dig in, to say he was robbed, guess what, Donald? If you want to run in 2024, maybe you should be looking and asking your advisors what the fuck happened. Because in four years, the landscape's going to be different. You can't run a 2020 campaign in 2024. You're going to have to run a 2024 campaign. And for the Republican Party to sit silent, Dennis Kucinich would sit on the House floor with a pocket-sized constitution in his pocket, waving it around at everyone, saying he knew better. He knew better. Mr. Kucinich, what? Where are you now? Where are those Republicans now? Don't talk to me about the fucking Constitution because you're not doing anything right now. 
Don't talk to me about a deficit if you're not doing anything right now. Close to 260,000 people are sick with the coronavirus. And this president is doing nothing with it. Doing nothing. He's digging in. He's saying he was robbed and he's not even doing his job. He's playing golf. He's playing golf. People are dying. People are begging for leadership. And he's playing golf. People are standing in the line for food. And this man is crying about a fucking election that he lost that he's trying to overturn. Maybe you should be trying to overturn and push back the fucking virus. Do your job, Mr. President. You know, any other president right now, if there was a tragedy happening and he was playing golf, we'd be ridiculing him. We'd be saying, how dare he? At a time like this, when people are hurting, you're playing golf. Now, don't get me wrong. What Donald Trump did on the virus has to be commended. He did something that would have taken four years. He did it in less than a year. And we have to respect him for that. Even if you don't like Donald Trump, you have to applaud Donald Trump. You have to say, Donald Trump, you did a good job on that. But guess what? It wasn't about the virus. It wasn't about none of that. People did not like Donald Trump's personality. That's all it was. But he can't seem to see that. So he digs in. It's like my mom used to say, you sit there with your lip popped out. But you're not willing to do anything to help people. People are getting evicted. People are standing in food lines. We are talking and living in times of the Great Fucking Depression. People are being evicted. This is not a time that it should be about you. This is a time where it should be about the American people. The American people need a leader who can see past how he feels and see how the American people feel. People, my buddy used to say this to me, people who are hurting most voted for Trump. People who need help right now are, are told to believe that is socialism and they don't need it. We need a relief bill. We need aid. We need a moratorium on people getting evicted from their apartments. Right now is when Donald Trump should be setting his legacy as he walks out the door. He should be doing everything in his power to help the American people. 
But right now, what we are seeing is a president who would rather play golf and care of take care of his needs than ours. And you wonder why you lost the job? You wonder why America turned its back on you? Put a deal on the table, Donald. You said you were the ultimate deal maker. You said you could fix it. Yet, you have not. You, you got a vaccine. I'll give you that. You, you put money there. You gave money to the farmers. What about the American people? We need a second package, Donald. Not a one-time $1,200 check that, what, pays a rent for one month? We need PPP, small business. If we do not get the help that we need now, I hate to see what this country will look like in three months, if not six, if not eight. We need something so strong, something so powerful. Let's go big. And for Republicans to say, I passed a $500 billion package, like that's doing something. When is it going to be about the American workers? Why does it always have to be about big business? They got a one point. $2 trillion tax cut. But you want to give us $500 billion and claim you're doing something? When is it going to be about us? When is it going to be about us? When are you going to put a bill on the table that takes care of us and our needs? Sees about us and our families. There has to be something. This looking after yourself and your investors and, and the people who are giving you money and your donors, we have to cut that out. People are starving right now. Look at Texas, Detroit, Atlanta. Food banks are being crowded and they don't know what to do because they've never experienced this before. Yet we sit silent. Congress goes on vacation this week. Democrats are at fault just as much as Republicans. We don't need a bill with this project and that project or this project and that project. Just pass a clean fucking bill that gives money to businesses feeds the poor, <laughs> takes care of the airline industry, the restaurant industry, gives people a two-time payment of no more than $2,000 per month. We need something in this country. We can't sit and coddle a man that is crying and only caring about himself. And he wonders why he lost. He wonders why he came up short.
He wonders why American build on him. Did you know when he dies, there'll be a national holiday? The country will shut down. Flags will be flown at half staff. There'll be a big ceremony. Did you know when he dies, he gets Secret Service protection for the rest of his life? Did you know he gets close to $220,000 for retirement? Do you know he gets $96,000 for his staff a year? Do you know he gets a presidential library that all he has to do is raise money for it? Once he raises money for it, the government takes care of it. Yet he sits and he cries. It's like I said, you might have lost, but he's going back to his mansion. He's going back to live a decent life, and you're sitting here crying because guess what? The Democrat won the presidency. Guess what? If you don't like it, you got four years to change it. We talk about coming together. Everybody does. We talk about bringing this country together. Yet, when it comes to a time where we truly need to come together, we cannot because we are so divided more than ever. We need to, I just don't know. People are dying, but we don't believe it. People right now who have the coronavirus who are on their deathbed does not believe it. There was a man who who took the who on his deathbed looked at his nurse right before he died, and his last words were, "I should have taken this more seriously." Can you imagine had the president taking the virus seriously? Can you imagine if the president said, "I'm going to take this virus seriously. I'm going to let the American people, besides Bob Woodward, know how serious this virus is." Can you imagine what would have happened? He would have run re-election. We would have been in a lot better place. A lot more people probably would be alive today. Today, had we done those things. Yet, we sit here and we cry. Because a man who has had everything given to him every opportunity given to him. We cry because he lost, because he came up short. I ask you again, do you want to be led by a monarch? Or do you want to be led by a country for the people, by the people? I did a podcast a couple episodes ago where I said, can you imagine had we given Donald Trump a chance? What's the one thing people say? Oh, uh, when Joe Biden assumes the presidency, you're going to hear a lot of, well, you didn't give Trump a chance. You didn't give Trump a chance. Well, you didn't give Biden a chance. You didn't give Obama a chance. Well, you didn't give Bush a chance. We need to cut that out. Let's give the president of the United States a chance to succeed. Let's look at him and say, you know what? I might not have voted for you. But I'm going to sit back and I'm going to support you. I'm going to support you where I can. And I'm going to disagree where I can. You don't have to like everything that Joe Biden does when he gets elected. 
but give the man a chance. We all want good schools for our kids. We all want a safe place to live. We all want a good paying job. That's where we meet in the middle. It's when we have to work out from those things is where we find the issues. How do we get to a good paying job? How do we get to a safe place to live? Good schools. It all takes money, but we can get there. We have to be willing to compromise. You're not going to get everything you want. You're not. But get what you can. And what you don't get, accept it. And be willing to say, you know, I didn't get everything I wanted, but I got a good deal. A good deal was put on the table. And I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at a time like no other. And we can either choose as a country to come together and be willing to fight and finally solve the issues. Or we can sit and blame the media for tearing us apart. We can blame an election that they won't even say in court is is fraud. But they tell us it is. Ask yourself that question. In court, they won't even tell the judge or show him proof it's a fraud case. Show us proof. Giuliani says, all I need to do is go to court and I will win. Giuliani, I'm sh- let the man go to court. Show us the evidence. Show us the evidence. If there is a fraud and the dead woke to vote, let us see it. I'll be the first to say Joe Biden needs to resign. Do you know in 1960, Missouri, Illinois, I think it was New Mexico, the dead rose to put Kenny in the White House, and Nixon's aides told him to contest the election. Mr. Mr. Vice President, there's so much going on here. We, we have a right to question. But Nixon knew the presidency was bigger than him, bigger than any man. And for the good of the country, in that election, it truly was questions on voter fraud. He had a case to make, and he probably could have won the election, but he knew for the good of the country. He had to step aside and give a concession speech. Someone once told me, I do not believe someone is dead until I see it. Until I see it, when you think about it, that means the person does not believe someone has died until they go to the funeral and they look at the person in the casket. That's powerful. People right now think Donald Trump still has a shot. I would be the first to tell you he does not. I would be the first to tell you he does not. I would be the first to tell you, look at the cases he's lost. 
I would be the first to tell you if you can't tell a judge what you're telling me, I, 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 I deem that questionable. These are the questions we have to ask ourselves. Are we willing to die on this hill for a man that's willing to turn his back on 250,000 people? Yes, did he get the virus going? Yes. He will be, in my eyes, applauded for that, and you have to give him credit for that. But it's time for the transition. It is time to do what's right. You don't have to like the outcome. You don't have to like the process. But you have to like what he did. It's not pretty. It's not right. But you have to like what he did. Donald Trump is a man onto himself. <coughs> Excuse me. Donald Trump is a man onto himself. And everyone around him who's coddling him because they don't want to hurt his feelings. He's a 74 year old man. I've got a two and three year old. I can understand if we had to coddle because we didn't want to hurt their feelings, but he's a 74 year old man. It's time. Emily Murphy, head of the GSA, don't give me that crap that I heard this week that you're following precedent of 2000. Ma'am, you're going to be out of a job less than 60 days. Donald Trump's a loser. He's lost the race. You know what I would have done if I was head of the GSA? I would sign the fucking letter and release the funds. What's Donald Trump going to do to me? Fire me? I'm going to be out of a job in 65 days already. You're holding on to something that's not there. You stay to the end, but you're holding on to something that is not there. Donald Trump is a great man. You don't have to like him. You don't like you don't have to like how he, he came across. But he grew his people. He got five more mil he got five million more votes this time around. He started a movement that can't and will not be replicated. The people you have to feel bad for are Mike Pence and the Republican Party that is willing to go along with a fierce that it's only hurting the country. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight before we sign off, I want you to look at yourself. Was this a fair and honest election? If he's willing to tell me one thing, but not willing to tell a judge, should I believe it? Should I? I'm on a diet, but I'm eating a Big Mac. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to ask ourselves, do we want to be ruled by a monarch? Or do we want a country for the people, by the people? I do not want to be ruled by a king. I want to be ruled by the people. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you.
Have a good night. God bless. It's been a pleasure.